All right. Hello, everybody. It is Monday, November 23rd. Matt, how the heck are you? I'm so heckin' good there, buddy. Heckin' good. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. Okay, I am so excited, and it's not just because the weather's been nice for a couple days now, Um, (laughs) and it's not just because it's almost Thanksgiving, which is the best holiday in existence. Maybe the second best. The number one best. Maybe the Um, third. I don't know. How how does it feel to be wrong about that fact, Matt? (sighs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, So we have, no, I'm so excited because we have a special guest with us today, and Matt has no idea who it is. So mystery guest, hello, how are Hello. you? I'm good. Good. I'm so excited that you're here with us. Um, and uh, we decided that rather than just inviting people on, it would be more fun if the other person, either Matt or myself, has no idea who it is and then just has to figure it out throughout the course of the uh, episode here. So um, this should be fun. <laughs> I decided he gets no more than five questions, though. And I wish this was a video podcast because I have the most confused look on my face right now. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm glad it's not. I'm yeah, I was going to say, like we used to do um, uh, the Atwood update uh, video series. And there's been a couple times over the course of this podcast now that we've been like, oh, thank God, you know, this isn't on video because, you know, I'm not I don't have to be dressed or anything. But today I was just thinking, really, thank God I look like a mess. Like... <laughs> It is just one of those days where I even tried to get ready and the hair just decided it was going to mohawk itself. And I was like, well, all right. I wasn't sure if you guys were going to video anything or not. So I did throw my hair in the phone <laughs> and just saw it cuter. You're ready. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, um, so you said I get five guesses. Yes. And or five questions. Five questions. And it, no question can be, what is your name? Right. Uh, and then how many guesses? Um. I think that it's like once you guess, you, if you're wrong, you're done. You, I mean, but then I'm going to know. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You know what I mean? Because um, that way you really have to be sure before you wager your guess. Okay. All right. So <laughs> to kick us off here, unless you have any starting questions, I'm just going to go for our episode plan here. Uh, first thing we need to talk about is not sponsored. Um. And I'm going to go first because I just discovered this thing called Omaze. Uh, It's like Omaze, but with an O instead of an A. And it's really cool. It's like uh, primarily a a donation platform for different charities and things. Um, But you're really putting your name in to win ridiculous prizes. (laughs) So like it's. It's so cool because like, even if you don't win the drawing, you still get to feel good about what, I mean, what charity you're supporting or, you know, where your entry fee went. So they get all of these really cool donations. Um, For example, I have put in uh, an entry to win a 2020 Porsche Panamera um, (laughs) because why not? And, you know, you throw $10 at it, like whatever. And it's, it's really, really cool because if I, 
happen to win a Porsche out of the deal, that's great. But this one particularly is a fundraiser for um, children with HIV or AIDS in South Africa. So, I mean, come on. So if you win the Porsche, will you donate it for a good cause? They already got my $10, Matt. Don't bring me down. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, I think that's so cool uh, because it also just like, it one, encourages me to donate more than I would have because uh, it's for a good cause. And two, you get to have a little fun. Yeah. Dream a I little. I like that. O-Maze. Give you something to look forward to. I'm going to check out O-Maze. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I have like, no idea. Did, they didn't. Oh, okay. They didn't uh, bother with that. Uh, awesome. Very cool. I have one. Okay. And I look forward to this every year for the actual greatest holiday, Christmas. Mm-hmm. The best holiday. The one that can just last for months and months because why not? Um, so Lego makes an advent calendar of Legos. Okay. And... You know, and it's fun and the kids can open the little thing and and then, you know, we take turns who gets to open the the little, you know, door thing. Mm-hmm. And then you pull out the package and then you put together a little Christmas themed Lego set all season long. I mean, you know, for the whole advent calendar. And, you know, sometimes I even let my kids put them together. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is for you. Go away. <laughs> I'm I'm putting it together now. <laughs> So yeah, I think that's super fun. I uh, the, we've done it the last few years now, and the kids love it. And it's just you know, it's it's more interesting than the. Although there is an advent calendar that Aldi did last year that was wine. Ooh. Every every little door you opened was a was wine. That's that sounds a different more up, kind of wine too. Up, yeah. up all of our alleys, I think. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Or I guess I don't know, Mister Guess, is that up your alley? Yeah, Tara. What about you? Oh my goodness! You got it. It's Tara. Yeah, you know i I can uh, I can just tell. You can just tell. You're I just can that just tell. close. Yeah. Well, say. So, what is your what is the brand that you are just so sponsored but not sponsored by this week? I feel like I have to roll it into my favorite holiday somehow. Fourth um, <laughs> of July. Ooh. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, the Ninja Foodie. The Ninja. I was looking yes. at those. Yes. I want one. Yeah. So, yeah, air, the pressure cooker, the air fryer, you know, you don't want both giant things in your kitchen. So the Ninja Foodie is one of those things and it does everything. Yeah. Yeah. And My it, wife got one and we use it every single day. Wait, you did? Every day. You love it. See, it's, I'm surprised at how much I use it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is for real because like, uh, I, I, I unlike you guys don't have like a family to feed and I hate (laughs) so much like using appliances or using the grill when I'm like, I just need to put one thing on it for 10 minutes, you know, and then that would be perfect. Oh, that's amazing. So what are some things that you cook on your foodie in your foodie? Well, I guess in it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I really like doing like sauces or soups because I can pressure cook them for like, two minutes and all of the seasons are married together instead of having them in a crock pot forever. Oh yeah. But it also has a crock pot function function. And then the air fryer, I don't know, air fried stuff, chicken strips and veggies. And I love yep. making refried beans in 45 minutes off of like dried beans. <laughs> 
Yeah. So my favorite thing is um, my kids get those. They love those just nasty, terrible, horrible um, French toast sticks that come all frozen in a bag. Right. Mm. And then you pop them in the microwave and they come out just like a sponge that you chew on for a while. Drop those in your Ninja Foodie air fryer. And they come out just like crisp on the outside, soft on the inside. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So okay. good. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't right. I think every single episode we've talked about food. It's always food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tara, to get to know you a little bit better, something we like to play is unfunctional human being, which is what thing can you just not do that a normal functioning human can? This was a funny question when you sent this to me. It's not like extravagant. Like it can't be like, well, I can't do a backflip. Most people can't. But like (laughs) mine, for example, is I can't drive the speed limit no matter how hard I try. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it really makes no sense. People in the car with me are like, set your cruise for cripe's sake, because like we're going from (laughs) 40 to 80. There is no consistency. Yeah. Pick the speed. (laughs) All right, so what you got? Um, so I was driving in the car and talking a little bit with my husband, and I'm thinking all these little quirky things, and he's like, you just can't get out of bed. It's very true. <laughs> you physically I, cannot. Uh, well, I just, I'm not a morning person. Even this is, you know, I had to like set my alarm and get coffee in my body. And Yeah, that's fair. Um, I also don't like to nap because I don't like to wake up more than once a day. <laughs> Okay, that's true. Uh, Some people love naps, and I hate the feeling of waking up from a nap. Like, I I always feel worse than I did before the nap. Yeah. Right. Once I get up and move, I'm good. But that getting out of bed, it's cozy, it's warm. I don't know. It's just not my thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing it. I do it every day somehow. Yeah. Way to face that. Um, (laughs) So you're like a snoozer. Hit the snooze button as long as you can. Well... I mean, yes, mm-hmm. I guess I would prefer to just not wake up without an alarm. I like to oh. make my appointments like after 10 a.m. So then I can just wake up like a princess, you know, <laughs> without an alarm. That sounds amazing. I imagine that's how princesses wake up. <laughs> just to the birds chirping. Exactly. It's time to wake up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Matt, I don't remember what yours have been. What for for unfunctional human being? Have I shared one? I don't know. Did I? I I honestly don't remember. Huh. I mean, I don't know. It's probably something about spiders, and I just can't even function as a normal person around one. You lose all human function. Yeah. Oh, seriously. I had a buyer once that was very afraid of spiders. That on that last walkthrough, I thought, if we see a spider. This is not going to go through. So I was <laughs> four cancel. steps ahead making sure that there was no spider. You're like waving your arms around to catch any webs before they walk through. <laughs> Tara, I have Rick on speed dial. Rick is my guy. I don't even have the company. He just eventually gave me his cell phone number and said, just call me when you have <laughs> the extermination company. They, like, We're on a first name basis now. I'm like, Rick, I saw a spider. And he comes right over. <laughs> That's oh next goodness. level. That Just is. spiders, not snakes or mites or anything like that. No, not at all. I, uh, you know, we've we're we're practically out in a field, so I see mice all the time. Not in the house, but um, 
you know, and I think they're adorable and cute and fun. <laughs> I just wish they would stop and play with me when I, every once in a while. Uh, snakes, totally cool. If there was a 10-foot boa constrictor slithering through my home office right now, I'd just be like, oh, hey, I'll talk to you later. How'd that get there? But a little spider on my desk, and you're going to hear me leave this podcast quick. Okay. No, we talked about this because it's it's not necessarily only spiders, but it's just things in general with too many legs. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, like, snakes have no legs. That's the, as the least amount of scary it can be, I think. Right. Yes. But, like, if once you get eight legs or more for, like, oh, gosh, those silverfish things or, like, centipedes, <laughs> that is the oh. thing, like... Hell yeah. dreams are made of. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. For me, it would be anything that would run across my feet. <laughs> like, if I had a cat. <laughs> or a rabbit in my house. Or a mouse. Or anything like that. I love that the first thing is like, oh, a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. my gosh. I grew up on a farm. There wasn't cats in our house. <laughs> the cats, the cats were outside and they were not that's so funny that's amazing all right well <clears throat> something uh interesting that i thought could relate actually to you tara is uh this article that i found basically illustrating that more and more now and obviously due to p- the pandemic buyers are looking for a home that also includes a space for mom and dad and mm-hmm. so you're now officially an empty nester right Yes, as of September. Would you wow. move? Would you move in with your children in their home? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even had enough time to enjoy having no, them gone. Right. I, so, I have one in a dorm and one in a college house, so no, not currently. <laughs> <laughs> so how has that been? Just like freshly alone in your you own know, home. I feel like at first I was. I think I panicked about it for like a year because I, I love my kids. I love being. to my husband for 20 years and just thinking like are we gonna like each other but it's been amazingly awesome like I get to still talk to my kids every day FaceTime is great yeah and then my husband and I are on like a date every night you know making dinner together and that's so cute yeah it's been fun that's awesome well so so far so good okay but you wouldn't move in with them if they bought their own house you'd be like that's cool but I enjoy my space too much. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. TBD. Yes. <laughs> yeah. TBD. Yes. Okay. Well, basically this article is saying that uh, more and more people are now looking for a home that has some kind of secondary suite for their parents um, or a parent to move in with them. Um, and as this continues to go up, uh, one of the things that was really interesting was saying that home builders are now increasing their development of properties that meet these criteria. So something that has a separate wing or something that has two master suites. Um, there, uh, what was the company? Lennar, which is a pretty major home builder uh, across the United States, is planning to increase their uh, homes of this kind or floor plans of this kind by 20% um, in 2021 here. So that's telling, I think, of where the trend is going. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think with how things have been going, you know, we have a grandmother who's in a nursing facility or an assisted home. Um, And when you go over there, you have to like visit her through a plate of glass, you know? Yeah. Um, So 
Yeah. And you can, when you can have the family member close by and it's obviously cheaper because assisted livings and everything are, are very expensive. Um, I don't know. I think that with all of the not so favorable things that may have happened during this pandemic, maybe that's one of the positive silver linings as a lot of people have realized how important family is. I think that you're right. I think that it's been a real, like, just gut check of what's important and kind mm-hmm. of reassessing life. And we have a friend that has, has their father that has been lost since the pandemic. Yeah. So, yeah, that exact situation. Also, I appreciated this. <laughs> they said if they buy a home together, they have a larger pool of income to purchase a better home. Right. Wow, and yeah. In our, area, <laughs> in our area up here in Mille Lacs, we have found that we have buyers that we've, we have never experienced or, or worked with before. And I think it's because we're close, close-ish to the metro, so if somebody needs to run to work a couple days a week, they can. Mm-hmm. But working from home... This is a nice commute, a nice spot to look out at the lake and have some space. Yeah, that's true. I saw that more than ever. That, yes. And I believe it's because of the pandemic. So my father-in-law was like, I have a proposition for you guys. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he sits... Uh, he sits me and my wife down, my wife's sister and her husband and my wife's brother and her his wife um, sits us all down and says, all right, I've got a proposition for you. I'm a couple years out from retirement and um, he's very, very handy. Like he has refinished their basement in their home. He's redone their master bath. He's He does it all himself. He's very, very handy guy. Nice. And, uh, and he's like, okay, here's my, my proposition. When I retire... I'm going to come spend some time in each of your homes and I'm going to finish your basements on my dime. <laughs> okay. He's going to pay to finish our, each of our basements. And the three of us are looking at each other like, are you kidding? Like, yeah. And he goes, that way we have somewhere to stay and we can just rotate between you three. And we're like, oh, Mm-hmm. There's the catch. <laughs> oh. You can't even say, oh, your life is exponentially better every time they're in town. You have someone <laughs> cooking you like immaculate meals, cleaning yeah. your home, taking yeah. care of your children. <laughs> it's true. Well, no, I that's amazing. I'm teasing. Yeah, my I my mother-in-law like cooks. She she doesn't stop cooking except to just start cooking the next thing. It's just she's already doing the next meal while we're eating the first one she made. So it, it, just all day long, just cooking, cooking, amazing food. And then my father-in-law, yeah, the, every time he comes here, there's like something that gets built or fixed or something. Like, it's just amazing. They're great people. Yeah. So I, I you know, that. a huge increase to my home value for them to have a place to stay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Would love to have them over and, and do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's well, cool. I guess I'll, I'll add in there, mom, if you're listening, you can come stay with me because we would just have fun. My thing is, I think I need not just like the extra bedroom for a parent. I need like the separate wing because mm-hmm. I appreciate space so much. I'll be like, let's live together. But if I need to go a week with just seeing no one in existence, that should happen. Right. Yeah. They might feel the same way. See? <laughs> goes both ways. Goes both ways. I can love you from afar too. That's all I'm saying. Oh uh, man. Okay. So uh, another thing we have to go over is I understand Tara, you have a real estate 
horror story to share with us. Yes. Um, oh, no, wait. Well, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Oh. He, this is the suspenseful part. Oh. Here we go. Real estate. Okay, hold on. You have a real estate horror story. <laughs> The suspense is that I never know which button it is. So (laughs) that's why I was so stressed out. I waited so long to press it. Like, what if I get the instead? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what have you encountered? I'm sure many things. Okay. A couple of things right at first came to my head when you asked this question. Um, When I first started selling real estate, this was back before I had like a phone that gave me directions. I had a cell phone, but I'm quite sure it was a flip phone. There's mm-hmm. So I've got buyers with me, and they're following me in their car, and they're um, back on dirt roads trying to find this house. I've got handwritten directions or directions that I've printed off, so I'm kind of driving, trying to follow the directions. I suddenly realize I'm very lost. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, this happens where I miss a driveway, and I turn around and kind of wave at them, and they turn around and follow me into the driveway and laugh at but this time I realized I had no idea where I was at. So I got out of my car, walked, you know, pulled over, got out of my car, went over to talk to them to kind of explain, you know, that I had lost and I'll figure this out. Just bear with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as I go back to my car to open it up, it's running and the keys are locked inside of it. <gasps> so I'm stuck. New agent. So embarrassed. Oh no. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what I said or how I. I'm sure I fumbled my words, and they ended up leaving and leaving me there. And I never saw them again. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's so embarrassing. I've definitely had that. I'm sure I called my husband and he put that triple A up there or something. But for the buyers themselves. That's next level. Because I think every realtor has had the story where there's someone following you to a house and you have no idea where you are. And then you're like, do I slyly try to get there or do I just tell them, Hey, I'm lost. (laughs) You know, like they're going to know once you start doing U-turns that you have no idea where you are, but locking yourself out of your home or out of your, out of your car Car. in the middle of nowhere. That's a new one. Yeah. And then another one would be, um, I was showing a house once and whenever I walk into a house and I have this weird quirky thing where I do like, like clap to see if there's clapper lights. Yeah. So I was gonna say, has that ever worked? And I would be really excited <laughs> when it happens, but nonetheless, okay. I walk through the door, do my little clap, and then realize how bad the house smells. And they wanted to see the house, so we, you know, kind of covered our noses and kept walking through. Well, as we're walking through, like every bedroom door, every every door, interior-wise, is shut, and so it's kind of like a mystery door. Everyone you open because of the smell. And so I, you know, knock and then open doors. And by the time we get to the basement, the smell is worse. And I'm like kind of knocking and kind of karate kicking doors open really lightly, but I just didn't want to like body first. I wanted foot first. Mm-hmm. So anyway, nothing <laughs> popped out. Yeah. It ended up being that their freezer had gotten tripped or unplugged somehow, and there was fish in the freezer that was rotting. Oh. So that was the smell, but. That's the worst. Just the, like, adrenaline that, you know, came with, like, what's behind this door? <laughs> Not knowing if it's going to be, like, a body. Right. I had no idea what I would find. 
That's, that's terrifying. So I would say those are the, the words. I'll say, so I haven't locked myself out of my car, but I, I did. I had a showing out in the country. This was a, a long, long time ago. And I was just getting ready to go. Um, had swung by the office to, you know, pick up the supplemental materials I would need. And then we had like a whole tour lined up. You know, there was at least six, seven homes and they were all around the countryside. One of those things when like the the buyer says, I don't really care what I, where I live, just, you know, within a 15 mile radius. So what you end up doing is going to every single community in a circle and somehow spending six hours and 500 miles on your car <laughs> doing a tour. So anyway, it was going to be a big day. Uh, I had just left the office with my stuff and got T-boned by someone who ran a stop sign. And I mean, my car spun around like one and a half times, I think. And I was down the road. It was totaled. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this is a lot. You have the adrenaline and all this stuff. But I was like, I have to call my clients and let them know. And so I called them and I was <laughs> trying to gracefully be like, I was just in an accident. I'm fine. But my car is totaled. And I think we're going to have to reschedule today's showings, unfortunately. And they're like, so you're not coming? They were so, oh they were so mad at me. And I was like, I mean, I don't have a way to get there. Like I don't have a car. Uh, I, and mind you, I was just struck by a vehicle. Anyway, it was a big, crazy day, but, um, every time I go by that intersection now, I'm a little extra paranoid. Oh, for sure. I was just going to say, like, I love the idea that these people had no empathy for, for Kara <laughs> at all. They're, she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm locked out of my car. And they're like, bye. Bye. <laughs> I rethink that story. I think, like, I, I just can't piece together exactly how they left, but I do remember staying there alone. They just the backed away slowly. Right. That's amazing. I also just, I hope someday it's going to happen for you. You're going to walk in <laughs> and oh, the I lights guess. are going to yes. turn on and you're going to turn to your client and be like, it's been 84 years. <laughs> I, yes. I imagine it to be like the highest end buyer that I've ever worked with. Yes. <laughs> and then I do the clapper and then I just get so excited. <laughs> like, you are nuts. <laughs> uh, well, I can't wait to find out when that does work because someone's bound to have them. It has to happen at least once. Oh, God. All right, Mr. Matthew, what you got? For what? Real estate horror story? I mean, whatever you want <laughs> at this point. Oh, man. No, that was awesome. I, I I, just love that whole thing. And I'm like really still stuck on this whole idea of her being like, I'm I'm so lost. And then going back to her car and trying to open it and be like, oh, no. And then they leave. That realization, <laughs> just that sinking realization is what hits too close to home. There's that. And my other number one uh, fear is when you go to unlock the door and the key slips and then falls down like between the deck boards or behind oh. the concrete steps. Because I've definitely had that. And then you're just standing there like, what do I, I, I do? Yeah. <laughs> okay, though, I do have, I do have a, a thing that like... Maybe I'm just a total crazy person, but um, there was a few times where I had buyers from not just not even the area, but from out of state. They've never been to um, to Mankato before, back when I was helping people buy and sell real estate in Mankato. Um, and so I, 
I used to do this thing where they'd be like, yeah, we're, we're new to Minnesota. We're new to, new to this area. So, um, yeah, we'd like to see some, some properties and I'd say, okay, follow me. And I would take a not direct route there because I was one trying to show off the good parts of town and two trying to avoid the bad parts of town, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but, but in like a ridiculous scenic way, be like, look at how beautiful our area is. And of course, you know, this was before, you know, your phone had GPS and all this other stuff. So like, man, that seems like it's hard to get around this town. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No, actually, it's just like three minutes away. <laughs> it's not not 15 like I took you. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, brilliant. Um, all right. So, um, you know, we, we like to end every uh, episode with some motivation and get people pumped for the next week. So um, this one, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it, I'm going to bring it real here for a minute. We've had a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Tara, for jumping on. It was, it was so much fun hearing your stories and everything um, and that you just can't get out of bed. I'm so glad you were able to for this. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so anyway, I'm gonna bring it bring it real here. Um, so uh, I I I wanted to talk about Michael. We, we were just emailing back and forth about uh, uh, about the uh, the check for uh, the Gilderman family. Yeah. And um, and let me give you a quick background. So um, we started working with Dan Gilderman a couple years ago. Um, he was kind of getting ready to uh, move toward retirement in the next few years. And so we partnered our companies together. Um, and uh, and he's just, he's just one of those people who's been in real estate a long time. He knows so much and he's just a really good person, right? He's just one of those people that you just instantly, it was like, it was like having a new father-in-law, <laughs> you know, just mm-hmm. like this guy that you just love to have around. And, um, it was, uh, it was amazing. Uh, and boy, did he love to brag about his daughter? I mean, he, and rightfully so she's brilliant. She is mm-hmm. uh, a brilliant, brilliant, uh, human being, um, and, uh, going to become a doctor. Um, and, uh, was it, is it New Mexico, Michael? Is that I, where is she it was? There or Nevada. I think it started with an N. Yeah. (laughs) And it was down that way. Yes. Um, Anyway, um, she's uh, in school, going to become a doctor, um, just a a brilliant human being. Um, And uh, and just uh, not that long ago, um, months ago, she um, was went in for uh, for a check and she found that she has uh, breast cancer. Um, Very, very young age. And so Dan said, is it okay if I just go be with my daughter? We're like, why are you even asking? Like, go, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And, um, and so he's been down there with her and, um, and they're, you know, trying to help her through this whole thing, through chemo, through everything else. And, uh, and it's, it's pretty scary, especially since she's in her twenties, like this is just a crazy thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we asked the agents while we were up in the in the Duluth uh, office, and we said, "Hey, you know, let's let's raise some money for Gina, uh, Dan's daughter. Let's raise some money to help her cover some of her medical expenses and some other expenses, you know, for having to move the whole family and all this other stuff. Let's uh, let's try to help out." And um, 
and I am so incredibly just excited to announce that it's like, what, what is it like $7,000 or something, mm-hmm. Michael? Yep. Um, so really awesome. A little over $7,000 uh, raised to help go toward that. So um, we're going to be sending that through the GoFundMe and, uh, and it's just, it's just awesome. And it, it reminded me of this quote, you know, I love quotes. Of and so I'm going to make this part of my motivation for, for this here. Um, but it was Winston Churchill said, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. I like that. Yeah. And, and so I think that's one thing that if I can brag for just a second, real estate agents are, they, they get that. They kind of live that. I see it from real estate agents every day, right? Especially our relentless agents. Um, they're, they're out there, they're making a living, um, you know, by the commissions that, that they make on buying and selling homes. But it's not about that for most of them, right? They're making a life by what they give. And what they give is this, this friendship, this service, this, this collaboration and working together with buyers and sellers. And then as soon as somebody in the community is in need, they come together and they get it done. And, and realtors do that every day. And I love that so much. Um, you know, we've had, unfortunately, a number of different, uh, you know, tragedies and, and celebrations, um, you know, s- births of new babies. And, and um, we had one agent whose brother passed on his birthday, like on our agent's mm-hmm. birthday. And just instantly, like people saying, okay, let's send some flowers. Let's do this. Let's do, you know, and, and the coming together of community. Um, and then, and then for outside the community too, you know, helping with the COVID-19 response fund, um, and things like that, donations toward that and the United way. So that one just kind of hit me, um, that, uh, I just, I love that quote so much, you know, you, you can make a living, but at the end of the day or the end of your life, it's not about what you received. It's about what you gave. Right. Yes. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to say it one more time. Winston Churchill (laughs) says we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. So get out there and give freely and with your whole heart and with joy. Oh, that's so good. I think what, uh, really, at least the, the agents who are successful um, always share the commonality that they do this job because they love people, they love helping people. And that's why we see that so often with um, realtors coming together, right? And doing what's right and, and helping one another out. And um, it's because it just trickles through it. The, it's the reason why you're here in the first place, right? Um, it's not because you love a commission and it's not for a lot of people. It's not because you love architecture. It's because you love helping people get into the next home, get into the right home, start the next chapter of their home or of their, of their life. And that's what it's all about. I think that's why it trickles back to what you're saying, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, when you give, uh, and you, you're out there and you're sacrificing yourself sometimes for people, They'll just leave you stranded in a driveway sometimes, (laughs) but you pick yourself up (laughs) and you keep moving forward and you keep serving people. And look at that. Bang. All of a sudden, you know, Tara's one of the top agents and she's uh, fantastic. Right, Tara? Yes. Yeah, you are. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But it's true though. Helping people like that is what it's about. I mean, we can, we can't talk somebody into buying a house. That would be ridiculous. It's a huge purchase. You know, we're here to help them and inform them and guide them. And hopefully in the end, they're happy. 
yeah are excited like it's their home it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah it feels good to help somebody find that absolutely well thank you so much tara for joining us um, it's been so much fun to chat with you because I'm sick of just talking to Matthew, of course. Seriously. Uh, this guy. Um, <laughs> I love that you guys have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Two of you fit this platform. Oh, good. Well, say, um, yeah, it's been really fun talking with you. And for anybody out there listening, uh, Tara Oberfeld out of the Mille Lacs region really knows her stuff. I mean, if particularly everything related to the lake. Matt and I weren't even... We didn't know how much we didn't know about Malax until we actually started working with her and the rest of the team over there. Um, but it, there's so much to do, even in a pandemic, which is crazy. Uh, and it, it's just the most expansive, beautiful scenery. You touched on that a little bit earlier, um, that you, know, you get to have something nice to look out, out the window. We don't have lakes like that for the bigger part of Minnesota, you know? I think of like, oh, yeah, there's Lake Superior. But you look at that and I'm like, there's a lake and I can't see the other side of it. What is happening? Um, So anybody out there who's curious about lake homes, who's curious about a second property or investment property, a little getaway right now because that's what we all need. um, I think Tara's your go-to person to understand a little bit more and she can show you all that the communities in her region have to offer. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love it here. So it's it's easy for me to talk about it. Yeah, you're very plugged into your community, um, and that's obviously something that Matt and I believe in wholeheartedly. So, um, Absolutely. Thank you, Tara. We love you. You're awesome. All right. Well, say, anybody else, uh, make sure you make it a great week. Maybe focus a little bit on what you can give back, uh, particularly as we're going into Thanksgiving. That's what this season is all about, right? So be grateful. Think about what you can give back to your community rather than what you can give or get on Black Friday. Um, And thank you so much for listening. You can always subscribe, of course. Uh, Share our podcast, please, with your friends and family and let them know some really cool insights and tips you learned. Uh, And send us your questions. There's always a link at the bottom of the description where you can leave us a message. Uh, otherwise, you can send an email to contact at therealtybros.com. Uh, listen on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, you can find us and we will be here for you. Let's make it a great week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you both. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to The Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And, of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com. 